right. Welcome to the Green Schools podcast, Futures. Green Schools is a program of Efficiency Nova Scotia, and we do engagement centered around energy efficiency for grades primary to 12 all over our beautiful province of Nova Scotia. With this podcast, we share ideas and inspire change through chatting with students who are doing amazing things to use less energy and taking action to protect the earth. And we also talk to green professionals who are in careers related to anything around energy efficiency or sustainability. We feel it's important to hear from those green heroes all around us, and I know you'll enjoy listening to their journey. For today's episode, I am so happy to be interviewing Sasha, who is an environmental programs analyst with Divert Nova Scotia. Sasha Bernard is an environmentalist and enthusiastic champion for waste reduction in Nova Scotia. She holds a bachelor's degree in international development and environmental sustainability from Dow University and is currently completing a graduate certificate in nonprofit leadership at Nova Scotia's Community College. In her role as the environmental programs analyst for Divert Nova Scotia, Sasha gets to work with stakeholders from across the province to promote best practices in waste management. In her spare time, you can find her hiking, reading a book, or playing with her two cats, Norman and Henry. Welcome, Sasha. I'm so excited to talk to you today. Thank you you so much. I'm so excited to be here. Oh, awesome. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Like anything you want us to know? What are your interests and some hobbies? Yeah, certainly. So I actually grew up in the West Coast of Canada in British Columbia. And so I spent a lot of time outdoors as a kid. Um, And I had the opportunity to hike and explore the mountains, which really helped grow my interest in the natural environment and environmental sustainability. Um, So to this day, I'm still an avid hiker and waterfall chaser. Nova Scotia has some amazing waterfalls. So I'm slowly but surely making my way through the Waterfalls of Nova Scotia book. Um, and I also love to read, uh, this year so far I've read 73 books. So that's what I spend my spare time doing. I have a follow-up question. Yeah. The waterfalls. What is the tallest or longest or most magnificent waterfall you've seen to date? Oh my goodness. Um, well, in Nova Scotia, there is one, I think, near the um, Five Islands Provincial Park area. That one's pretty tall. I don't know how tall it is, but I think it's one of the tallest ones that I've seen in Nova Scotia. Wow, pretty cool. I don't think, I think I've only seen maybe two waterfalls in Nova Scotia. One which is at the one, um, the park in Truro. In Victoria Park. Yeah, Victoria Park. And then I've seen the one at Three Pools, Nova Scotia. I don't know if you've seen that one. But it's like there's like this, like it's like three little pools, I guess that's literally what it's called. And then like there's (laughs) like a waterfall there. and But you you like have to hike to get to it. Um, So those are the only two I've seen. But that's pretty cool. You have to get the Nova Scotia, the Waterfalls of Nova Scotia book. There's like a hundred in there. So there's an actual book you can get. Okay, awesome. Good to know. I will get it. (laughs) All right. So you've worked in the environmental education sector for a while now. How did you get here? Great question. So it started with me taking my undergraduate degree in environmental or in environment sustainability and society at Dalhousie University. And that degree is very interdisciplinary. So I had the opportunity to learn Um, about lots of different facets of the environment and environmental issues. 
And then the summer of my third year, I applied to the Clean Foundations Clean Leadership Summer Intern Program. At the time, it was called the Nova Scotia Youth Conservation Corps, which it's a great program for ages uh, 15 to 30 to find work in the green economy. So through CLEAN, I was placed in a small town um, working on trails and active transportation. And that was a really great experience because it taught me a lot about working with the public, grant writing, and community organizing. It was sort of during that time period when I started to think more seriously about environmental education. And I thought that talking to people about the environment all day seemed like a dream job to me. So when I graduated, um, I did a little bit more community work through some positions with local municipal government, which is a space that I felt like I could really have an impact and create a positive change in my community. Mm -hmm. Um, And then a little bit later, I accepted a position as a regional waste educator at a solid waste facility. Um, And that was really exciting for me because I was able to help residents and students um, and community groups learn all about how to reduce their waste. So one of my favorite parts about that job was actually giving classroom presentations to students of all ages. And I know that students are very concerned about the environment and are passionate about reducing their environmental footprint. So being able to speak with them about how we manage waste in Nova Scotia and um, how we can all do our part to reduce waste was really important to me. Wow. Um, Yeah, (laughs) it's been an interesting journey. And now um, I'm at sort of the point where um, after I did that for a number of years, uh, I had the opportunity to have an even bigger impact through a position with Divert Nova Scotia. Um, And for those that don't know, Divert is an environmental nonprofit that focuses on championing recycling and waste reduction in Nova Scotia. And luckily, I was already familiar with Divert because as a regional educator, Divert actually funds the education and awareness programs that are delivered through the regional waste educators across the province. So I was already sort of working with them in a roundabout way. but now fully working with Divert, it's a great opportunity just for me to continue sort of being in the waste space, but on a slightly larger scale, because I have the opportunity now to work province wide, rather than just in my own little neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, awesome. And so I have a follow up question. I have mm. a couple actually, but my yeah. first one is, um, what's the weirdest waste you have ever heard of or come across in this province specifically? The weirdest waste? Yeah. Like I would always <laughs> wonder like what, what, what do things, what types of things do people dispose of that would technically not be something you would think someone would get rid of that easily? Yeah. Well, there's all sorts of things. We would always get calls from people asking, where, what do I do with this? And what do I do with this? And I'm thinking, I have never heard of this item in my life. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, but there are all sorts of things, you know, in the blue bag, in your recycling bag, we've seen things like car parts. And, you know, we saw a big light from a car at one point, (laughs) you know, things that are definitely not recyclable in your residential curbside Mm -hmm. program uh, (laughs) would end up coming through the line and 
but it is sometimes I've seen like you'll see the childhood artwork and things that are no longer, you know, they get taken off the fridge and now they're recycling. So that was always kind of fun for me when I got to see those like paintings and things. <laughs> That's awesome. And so my second follow-up question is, did you see yourself doing anything like what you're doing now when you were younger? So young Sasha, let's say 10-year-old Sasha, did she see herself doing this today? I definitely did not envision myself working so closely with garbage when I was younger. Um, that's for sure. <laughs> I've been digging through garbage. I've been sorting through garbage. And I definitely did not see that in my future. Um, <laughs> that being said, I knew that I wanted to do something um, and be in a position where I could create a positive impact. And the environmental education sector seemed like a really great way to do that. So I always kind of had that in the back of my mind. But uh, definitely did not really envision just how close I would be with garbage. Okay, so could you describe to someone who wouldn't know otherwise, what is your specific role at Divert? So like, yeah, thinking of a day to day, what does it look like in your role? Yeah, so one of the things about my role is that always, I'm always doing something different. I get to do work on a lot of different projects. But one of my main roles at Divert is to research and uh, help develop new ways to advance waste reduction. So that can look like a lot of different things, such as researching circular economy initiatives to learn how we can keep our resources in use for longer and avoid sending more waste to landfill. So I do a lot of research work. Um, I'm also working on developing new and existing partnerships between Divert and other organizations. So, for example, Divert has an amazing partnership with the Discovery Center in Halifax. And together, we created the Divert Nova Scotia Ocean Action Zone, um, which was created to kind of inspire youth to take action on reducing waste um, that might end up in our oceans. So if you haven't had a chance to check that out, I would highly recommend it. I definitely um, haven't checked that out, so I will. <laughs> yeah, it's a nice exhibit at the Discovery Center. You can see some of the plastic that ends up in our oceans and yeah, learn all about the impact of that and what we can do to kind of prevent that as well. So that's really interesting. And I'm, I love that part of my job, getting to work on those partnerships. And another thing that I get to do is be involved in our educational initiatives. So that part is really exciting for me because I used to get to go into the classrooms to teach about waste reduction. And now I get to be part of developing the curriculum aligned resources that are used in those classrooms. So we actually just came out with three new education videos as part of our Waste Not News series. Those videos cover topics like climate change, ocean plastics, and textile waste. That's part of my job is really exciting. It's really important to me. And I know that those are issues that we're tackling that, you know, youth are really concerned about that I'm really concerned about. So it's great to, you know, be able to do that. So really, it looks different day to day, but there's lots of research and there's lots of definitely still some analysis and education um, component to what I do now. And so what would you say is the end goal for you in your career? Like, do you see it yet? Or are you still like, I don't know, I'm just kind of like figuring it out right now? I don't think I figured out the end goal yet. Um, I definitely want to keep growing in the waste management sector. 
And luckily for me, but unluckily for the planet, I think there's no shortage of waste. So I think that's going to keep me busy for a while. (laughs) Um, (laughs) (laughs) I think that the ultimate goal really right now for me is just to continue doing work that's meaningful and fulfilling. And as long as I'm doing that, I'll be happy. And so you sort of answered this next question just a little bit. You touched on it. But where do you see Nova Scotia's overall sustainability sector, let's say in the next 10 years? I don't know about the sustainability sector, but even just Nova Scotia as a whole, I hope that we are reaching our environmental targets. So provincially right now, Nova Scotia is committed to reducing our emissions to at least 53% below our 2005 levels by 2030, and also reducing our disposal rates to no more than 300 kilograms per person per year by 2030. So for reference, we're at 400 kilograms per person per year currently. That's awesome. So we have just under 10 years to get to our 300 kilogram goal. Mm-hmm. So in order to meet those targets, I know that there's a lot of systems and supports that need to be put in place across the province. But personally, we need to also be thinking about our disposal habits and our purchasing habits, and our transportation habits. Um, so that part's really important. I hope we can get to that. For the sector, I hope to see uh, more people considering green jobs and just working in the environmental space in general. Mm-hmm. Um and that we have sustainability sort of at the forefront of our thoughts, because it really is so important um, that we're thinking about when we're making purchases, what is happening to that? You know, when I buy something, do I need to buy that or can I borrow it? Or if I do buy it, what is the end life of it look like? Am I going to have to throw in the landfill or is it something that can be recycled? So just having that mindset is so important. Mm-hmm. Especially nowadays, you know, we have such a convenience lifestyle, online shopping, you know, and hopefully we can shift a little bit back to um, supporting our local economy because that has such a positive impact as well. You know, less packaging waste, less emissions, more investment in our community. So I really hope to see that as well. I know with COVID and everything, we went and had to do a lot of online shopping and things like that. Hopefully we can shift shift a little bit back to, you know, local as well. Mm -hmm. And so thinking about waste reduction, um, not just inside Nova Scotia, but across the world, what parts of the world do you think are actually doing really well at their waste reduction strategies, I guess? Yeah. Well, I always want to give credit where credit's due to, you know, Canada and Nova Scotia in particular. You know, Nova Scotia has been a leader in waste reduction for a long time um, across the country. So I always want to, you know, I know we still have a lot of work to do, but there's definitely some really good things that have happened in this province and that continue to happen. But um, across the world, there's lots of different strategies and methods for waste reduction in place. For example, in Germany, they've had what we would call in Canada extended producer responsibility in place uh, since the early 90s. So in that system, the manufacturers and distributors of products are required to take responsibility for the life cycle of the products that they sell. So that means that it, it includes the collection of the material and the recycling of the material. So Now that the producers are responsible for that, 
and dealing with all of the packaging waste that they create, it tends to make producers want to design products that are more easily recyclable. Mm-hmm. And that leads to less waste and, of course, higher recycling rates. So that's really interesting that they've been doing it for so long. And it's really helped them in terms of their waste reduction rates. Mm-hmm. You know, provincially, Nova Scotia is working on developing extended producers' responsibility for printed paper and packaging. And we do already use this model um, for certain things like electronics. But the more that we can expand that, the better I think will be. Yeah, I think I think Nova Scotia is doing quite well. I, I do agree with you to give credit where it's due. Yeah. Nova Scotia is doing really well. I, I'm originally from Africa, and I can tell you the way we get rid of waste in my country of Zimbabwe is very, very different to how we're doing it here. Um, like back in Zimbabwe, they're still burning the waste, like all of it. There's like no recycling. It's just like burn it all. And, you know, those, those, that contributes to carbon emissions. So I think mm-hmm. Nova Scotia is standing out for sure in waste reduction. Yeah, we're doing a great job and we can continue. I think we've really done a great job with recycling and, you know, composting. And now we're at the point where we can really focus on that reduced piece, waste reduction rather than just mm-hmm. recycling. Exactly. Yeah. Now it's about reducing 100%. And so my last question for you today, Sasha, usually I ask people, what is their favorite animal? But today I'm going to switch it on you real quick. And I'm going to ask you, what is your favorite dish? Like, What is your favorite food and why? So if you could be a plate of food right now, what would it be? Oh, always sushi. Really? Yeah. (laughs) I'm always, always want to have some sushi. And why is sushi? Like, you just love it? It's just so good. Who, who, what's there not to love about sushi? It's I've delicious. never, I'll tell you something, I've never tasted sushi in my entire existence, and I don't think I ever will. <laughs> oh, my goodness. No. And in Halifax, they have some great sushi restaurants, but I don't live in Halifax anymore, so I don't get to have <laughs> that level of sushi, unfortunately, but I get grocery store sushi now. Oh, yeah. I've just never had it for me. Sushi seems... The idea of it is what's messing me up. It's I know I know it's probably delicious, but just the idea that it's raw, I can't get over it. That's what's the issue for me. Yeah, I don't know how to help you there. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. I really appreciate you talking to us today, Sasha, and just giving us a little bit more information and direction on what's going on with your role at Divert and exactly like what we're doing here in the waste reduction world. So thank you so much for our chat today. I'm sure someone learned something interesting about you and your role. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it.